are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. Find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and anywhere you can find podcasts, my G. But shouts to Denzel was his first ever sequel. Kind of crazy. The, the sequel. sequelizer. If but you I'm like, like, you even think of a movie that he could even made a sequel to? Uh, Fences Two: The Backyard. <laughs> like, yo, like you can't make a sequel to fucking John Q. Rem- My rem- son is sick again. <laughs> <laughs> I got big rocks jumping at my brand new pedic watch. Ice, ice, baby, uh huh. I got a whole lot. Nigga, use a nobody. You ain't got nobody. See, niggas, they know about it. These niggas know about me. Step up on the scene, diamond blend these whole screen. Check a boy, Louis V. I'm so fresh and so clean, clean. Stuff them bands in my jeans. Slap them 30s in them things. Pull the trigger, let it sing. Then go smoke a Russian cream. I got money blue and green, drop them racks on double G's. Yeah, I'm a Gucci fiend. Feel like Tarzan and all these trees. I get so high. Yo, we live. Now listening to volume 45 of the Bucket Up podcast. Here with your boy Ty Doyle, aka DJ Buttersauce, aka uh, your mom called me sexy, aka I don't even know if I got any more AKAs, but I'm here as always with the homie. Kid JB, what's up? <laughs> Living good, man. We found our way back to the Bucket Up podcast. Uh, we've been away for a couple of weeks, we know, and uh, we're back and happy to be here. But I'm living good, man. Just got off the flight uh, less than an hour ago from Portland, Oregon, where I went. Um, but we'll get into that. I'm feeling good. How was your weekend, man? It was good, man. You know, I've been, as I, I ran about it on the pod before I went on vacation that we were you know, moving and trying to find places to, to live. But we found a spot. We got the keys on Friday. Whole weekend just been moving shit. Um, I mean, I did it. I was I was able to see two movies, but you know, other than that, I was just moving and going. I had a fucking I had a kid's birthday party I had to go to. I we went to a party with Katie's like uh, work friends on Friday, and then all around that just been moving shit. But I know you you had a busy weekend too, though. So. Yeah, I mean, if we're recapping the weekends before with the ones when you were away, uh, you went to, let's say, back home to upstate New York? Yeah, I went to um, I went to Rochester, New York, upstate, or I guess Western is what people say. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that's where I was at. I went over there and saw some homies, you know, got to kick it with some family. Uh, just kicked back, saw Katie's dad's new house, and uh, I don't know. It was it was type like hectic though, getting around and try to see everybody. I can imagine. Did you rent a Did you rent a car? Or did you have a mode of transportation? Because for the buckets that don't know the difference, that's not walking territory in Rochester. I mean, there's some parts I imagine. Yeah, it's kind of funny because like we were there and we were telling people that because <laughs> we're Katie's dad is is like kind of outside of where like all our friends were because he, he just moved like a year ago mm-hmm. um and it's like tw- it's like a 20 minute drive from where our friends are and like to them that's like far and so we're like yo in, in like fucking arizona like 
20 minutes to go somewhere is pretty much the norm. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you got to go somewhere 20 minutes. Like, even from, we feel like our house, like our apartment right now is close to, to Westgate. That shit still take like 10, 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, it depends on when you're go- where you're going. But um, like for me, I just went to Portland, Oregon. And I didn't really know. The, I don't know the city like that. From what I've heard, you got to drive around. But it is also like a and also like a city type area as well. So my luckily, the hotel that I stayed in was in downtown Portland. So we just Ubered and Lyft the whole time. Oh, nice. Do you, do you go like around? You see the kid, fucking Damian Lillard, just chilling. Nah, but we did go to the uh, Adidas employees store, hoping that they'd have the new dames in there. Mm. But um, what do you mean an employee store? Is it just for employees, or what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my boy, shouts to the homie David. He works for a company that gets him like a an in for working there. Mm-hmm. And he brought us, bro, and everything was fifty percent off. Oh shit. It was like a kid in a candy store, dude. It was all the new Hardens, all the new, you know, Lillard, some of them. Um, you know, shirts, socks, all of it, 50% off. And they got this finesse, bro. You know how in the Bucket Up podcast, we're always talking about the finesse. Right. You got finesse in life. So got to. You got to. So David gets five passes a year to go to this shit, right? Um, but there's a 30-day return policy on all their products. So what my, my man does is he goes and buys one thing he knows he doesn't want to give him an, an, another chance to return to the store and keep buying more shit. Oh. <laughs> wow. So you, you get five fresh visits, but then you can return mm-hmm. the item within 30 days. If you buy two shit, you're going back twice that month. Oh, so I get it like he'll get so he'll get one thing he actually likes. Right. And then he'll like then he'll get two things that he's not sure about. They way he can just come back later and just like exchange it or whatever. Yeah. Otherwise, then just sitting on something he doesn't want or wasting or burning one of his entries. Right. 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 That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool to do that. But the main reason I was there, man, shouts to the Bozadas. Um, Jillian and Rob had an amazing wedding, which would took place in Woodland, Washington, which I guess is a little far from about an hour from Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, uh, like I said, I didn't know much about the area. I just assumed Portland was just like one little block. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, so, you know, we Ubered and lifted everywhere. But the wedding shots to them, they actually had a shuttle that went from like a little transit center to the wedding. That's sick. But I was clowning and being clowned that I showed you that shots to the bride, Jillian, my best friend. She has such little faith in me that the girl took a picture of the bus uh, to, tell, to tell me what to look for at the bus station. That's fucking wild. And she went as far as to take a picture of the bus on the inside, too, just in case I got on the wrong one. Right. You get it. That'd be funny, though. You get on the bus. Like, what, what are the chances that there's a bus that looks exactly like that bus, but it's completely different in the inside? That's a good point. Or, like it would even if it was the wrong bus, it would have looked the same on the inside if it looked the same on the outside. That 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 was true. I was kind of laughing about <laughs> that. But then also, I was like, what if it's like a bus pool and like people are going to other spots and I just roll up? I'm like, yo, you going to the wedding? And like someone's like, nah, <laughs> you know? Uh, what? Nah, like, this, is, this is this is Hank's bachelor party. What do you mean? <laughs> 
Uh, what was really funny though is, you know, in my past life, I've been a, I was a driver for like, you know, a short stint, and I understand that you're on like time, um, time crunches and stuff. Mm-hmm. The bus driver had to be bring us to the wedding, you know, within a certain hour because the fucking wedding starts at a certain time. Right, right, and, right. And your man straight out of Kazakhstan wasn't playing around and was just telling people like, yo, I'm leaving at 3.30. I'm leaving at 3.30. Um, that's it. Like, I'm not fucking up my money because you guys are late, you know? Right. And I, me and Joel was funny because we actually, with all the smoke of us possibly missing the bus, we were the first ones on that bitch. Yeah, because they, they hit you with that notification. They're like, <laughs> ain't no way he going to be late if we hit him up like this. Showed him the inside of the bus. He ain't got no fucking excuse. So then uh, so we were on the bus, and um, what was really funny is people were running late, of course. We were supposed to leave by 3.30 on the dot. And some of Jillian's family were, like, late. And mind you, it's Jillian's family, so they can't really take off without them. But if it was just some random, like, guest of the wedding, I'm like, yo, you guys are dead on it. You guys have to find your own way there, you know? Right, right. Uh, what was mad funny, dude, is I don't know where people... You know, I guess I'll ask your opinion on where are you at with wedding attire. You know, you think a casual wedding, even if it's casual, you're still doing slacks, uh, button down, and a tie, right? I've never even heard of a casual wedding. It was casual. Well, it was Portland, so like everyone like just wears flip flops and you know, set, you know, shorts everywhere and shit. So I mean, uh, I'm still dressing up. I mean, that's maybe. exactly right. Yeah, I'm still although. When I was a, so when I was a kid, my we went to a wedding from my one of my uncles on my dad's side, and like my mom, it was in North Carolina, so we all drove North Carolina, and we went to the wedding, and I, like my mom was, it was just kind of her at that point, so she didn't really have money like that, so she didn't, she didn't even get us like straight up fucking like suits or anything like that. She literally bought us like Hawaiian button ups to wear with like some nice pants to wear to the wedding so i mean i guess sometimes you can it's okay to dress down if you ain't got the money <laughs> hawaiian yeah. shirt shout out to that i remember rocking right. the hawaiian shirt phase was was tough for a little bit that shit was um, wild. but nah it was funny dude is these one two dudes going to the wedding were dressed like they were going to a fucking dave matthews band concert that sounded like portland though so just straight had shorts had a button down like sh- like short sleeve shirt and glasses sunglasses yeah. that had the little strap on the back in case they fall off your head mm-hmm. and was so funny and he runs off the bus and he goes uh, uh hold on i'm gonna try and flag down a couple more people you know they're just running 10 minutes later or whatever and the bus driver's like all right you know i'm leaving without you <laughs> and he comes running back in the bus and he goes well i didn't find anybody that looks like they're dressed for a wedding and I was like, my man, you're not dressed for a wedding. <laughs> like, what I, the bro, fuck? Like, you out here looking like fucking, that's fucking wild. Like, you about to play hacky sack. Yeah. <laughs> and you talking about, ain't nobody look like they dressed up. Like, bro, what? Yeah, I was like, wait, so you, in your eyes, there's people that could be dressing down, like, more down than you? Like, would, would they <laughs> show up with like, fucking chancletas and a fucking bathing suit? Like, come on. Damn, that's wild. I'm just thinking of the dude looking like Shaggy. That's what I'm picturing in my head. Nah, he had, he was clean, more clean and cut than Shaggy. He just uh, like I said, just like a generic like uh guy that would work in Portland. I don't fucking know. I'm not here to judge people. I haven't been to Portland, so I don't know what that guy looked like. 
it was just funny as shit for him to say like yeah i didn't see any wedding attire i'm like yeah including yourself or what right but it is what it is um the wedding was cool though it was held in like i said woodland washington at this place called the empress state or whatever mm-hmm. and uh the only downside was for some reason portland had like arizona temperature oh really and the wedding was outside Ooh, yeah so i'm like in where i was sitting the sun was just beaming at me and i had my shirt and tie and shit i was about to rock the jacket but the jacket made me like drenched yeah um so i know it was out of there i thought it was like beautiful right now that's what it's a, that it's supposed to be like they're like yeah this is just like a random heat stroke or heat stroke heat uh wave that we got um it's not like the norm or anything and i was like oh okay cool you know i was yeah you're right i was thinking like 60 degrees it's gonna be nice like i figured it'd be like in the 70s something like maybe that. 80s but not like wild humid like it is on the east coast or fucking in like florida or some shit you know what i mean um so i, I guess like in portland isn't it like every other time it's just raining well that's mostly seattle um portland it's like i think it's it, rainy too yeah <laughs> but not as bad from what I hear, not not as crazy. <clears throat> but anyway, the, the wedding went on and shouts to uh the homie Patty, girlfriend Joel, she's out there. Um we were, you know, just burning in the sun and as much as we wanted, you know, the wedding to, you know, milk itself and take its time at that sp- particular moment, we're like, yo, can we wrap this up? Like <laughs> can this part just be like I really do when I'm out? Like Wait, so was the reception outside, or is it just the ceremony? Just, just the original part that I do, I do the vows. The you know? ceremony, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> was yo, not to say that we're experts, not throwing shade, but some people just don't know how to use the microphone, dog. When it comes to uh, announcing to the crowd, like what's going on with this wedding. Oh, I'm gonna say you can't really like speech shame people because sometimes it'd be hard for people, you know. No, no, that's not the issue. I'm talking about when they stand ten feet away from the microphone. Mm. and i'm like my well, man like what you're saying is perfect just, no one can hear it you know like damn so just imagine like the dude is like we're here today to witness the wedding of rob and jillian and he kept like pacing back and forth i was like my <laughs> man, stand still but no nah, it was a beautiful wedding um jillian's vows were really poetic and deep and like gangster she quoted cinderella in it oh, which wow. is kind of cool and um rob his poetic fucking uh William Shakespeare ass. He actually wrote his <laughs> he wrote his vows on an actual typewriter, dog. Okay, that's some shit right there. And I was dying laughing because I was like, all right, Rob, now that the wedding's over, like how many fucking typos did you have? He was like, I was down to my last piece of paper, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, like, you make one typo on fucking a typewriter is a wrap for you the rest of the paper. Did that make it more like romantic to put on a typewriter? I don't even know. He he's a romantic guy. I mean, yeah, I don't, don't even sound romantic. I feel like he just made it harder for himself. We could just <laughs> type that shit out. I, it, it looked. It came out looking nice because he could have sparked up word. It'd have been fine. Put it on typewriter font. He could have put it in an Excel sheet to like let people know what like the formulas of the speech was. <laughs> nah, nah, it was fire. That was really deep and like, you know, very poetic. Um, he's he's a well written guy. That's cool. Uh, so they had a good ass ceremony. They have a one year old son. Uh, almost one. Shouts to Emmerich the God. He was the ring bearer, and it was funny because he just kind of just started walking down the aisle, and oh, uh, one already. That's wild. Oh yeah, yeah. He 
shouts to him. He just looks like a drunk adult, just like stumbling, but it's yeah. funny. Um, so yeah, he was cool and all night. He he's in love with Elmo, right? So they brought an Elmo down with him and put a tie on him. <laughs> that's <laughs> Sash, funny. Yeah, Sasha was funny. The wedding was cool. That's kind of wild that kids still like Elmo because like I don't even know what channel. Does Sesame Street even still come on? It's it's on HBO. I don't I don't think he's so watching you gotta, it. You gotta have premium fucking cable for your kid to watch Sesame Street. That's wild. No, I think it's on PBS. So I don't know. I don't. I, I just ain't seen it in a minute. But maybe that's because I'm a grown up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> like, yo, I'll be scrolling through the, the uh, channels. I don't ever see Sesame Street out up out here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm curious how many cookies like Cookie Monster got at this point. All right? What's what? Uh, you know the count doing, bro? I want to know. Like, how high is it? Word of the day. <laughs> you know what's the word of the day? <laughs> that's uh, a good point, man. Touche to that. Uh, it's not like a fire weekend, though. That's what's up. Yeah, uh, I will say the one of the highlights of the wedding was they asked me of all people to give a speech, and I was honored because I found out that out of the two hundred people that were at the wedding, I was only one of five people giving a speech. Oh damn! Yeah, and um, we were making jokes leading up to it about how like, yo, I'm you know I'm, I'm gonna drop the mic on everybody, and like you better put me last, blah blah blah. But then get leading up to it they were like oh we'll just let you know you're going after kevin you know the best man and i was like fuck man like you just mm-hmm. setting me up to fail huh you know all right and ended up being like all right like kevin's speech was more like brotherly oriented about him and rob right. and it kind of just left room for me to do my speech and uh i uh yeah i went up there man i had like a little piece of paper i wrote like an outline on mm-hmm. i read one part and the rest of it i kind of just ad-libbed oh, and nice. and uh you know a little humble flex you know I, I said my part i walked off and then the rest of the wedding people were coming up to me like yo that was the best speech like someone told me that i made them cry whoa uh, yeah all this shit man and i was like all right well i really appreciate that you know i pride myself on public speaking and broadcasting so you know something like that means the world to me and uh that's cool though yeah yeah i think i think though i feel like people psych themselves up for that but i think for the most part people kind of give you leeway because everybody knows that public speaking kind of sucks from like most people are afraid of it so like even if you kind of like are shaky people kind of give you kind of a leeway on it you know what i'm saying so like knowing that to me i'm always like yeah so since i know people give you leeway kind of makes me a little more relaxed when i do that shit well yeah i mean i will say there's one thing where i actually do want to do often that is broadcast or you know talk over a big room and shit so i do like tend to shine in that type of situation or think i do um what was funny though is like yeah i mean i've been to a lot of weddings man and not this one specifically, but like previously, I've heard just really bad speeches, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's the, like, hey, man, people are nervous. So you kind of like, whatever, bro. Right. But now I'm not saying I give them, yeah, you're right. I give them the leeway and the stuttering and like the, like tripping up on the words and stuff. But I'm talking about the a- actual content. Um, oh. I feel like the do's and don'ts of writing a speech, regardless of its wedding, I, I'm, let's say wedding now, just because it's relatable. Um, I think some of the things that have turned me off to wedding speeches that I've been to is people talk about themselves too much. Oh, yeah. And to the point where it's like, 
that shit is cool and it's definitely you know personal and important to your relationship with the bride or the groom but the whole wedding wants to know like to be involved in the speech you know right and uh, i think people get lost in thinking that like yo we met when we were five years old and then we put you know we did this together like nah, yeah you're supposed to just do like i mean you can't do, like hey this person been my best friend or whatever forever and like i wanted him to meet somebody and you tell a story about them meeting each other or you know what i'm saying or like something funny from there and then you kind of just go in, into it and then right right and then it's like that's the person, of, not, not more like yourself right and that's kind of what i did was like I, I i just talked about how me and jillian met and then once we met i got to know her and then right. as time went on you know she dated other she dated guy other guys and stuff and i just knew how like her her personalities kind of clashed with, with those guys and then in came this guy and they're you know they're good as a unit and right they they just kind of make it work and uh then that was kind of like i kind of I, I wasn't trying to like sun everybody else but i kind of said like you know i could stand up here and talk about me and jillian all night but that's not what tonight's about <laughs> and i was like tonight's about rob and jillian you know and right. uh so that was you know that was it that was it uh food was on fire not i mean i guess it was on fire literally because i cooked it but the wow. food was fire it was like prime rib and was it an open bar unfortunately what it, it was the the bar itself was open but the it was like pre-reserved or pre like selected drinks oh that's so fine you could get like wine red or white you can get beer or you could have got spiked iced tea okay yeah I mean, I'm again. I'm not. I'm so broke that we might we might fucking elope. So I'm not gonna criticize. I'm just like, if I did have a wedding, I'm trying to make sure that bar open. At least it's like you know what I'm saying. That people can get rum and cokes or some shit. It's usually cheaper to do an open bar than buying a bunch of bottles and shit. Anyway, is it cheaper? Because yeah. I've heard like Trav. You know, shout out to Trav always. Uh, he was saying when he went to a wedding in Miami, like I think like, last year or something like that. He was saying that they didn't even they didn't do a bar. They just they got a room right next to the reception thing in the hotel. And so they just had everybody literally just went next door, got their drinks from like they went across the street, got a bunch of bottles and like mixers and shit. And people just went next door, got their drinks. And like he said, that shit was only like four hundred dollars or something crazy. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I guess it depends on the spot. You think about uh, it, like a bunch of bo- like bottles aren't that much. You know what I mean? People aren't about to go about through that much. No, but then. You don't know what people want to drink and all that shit, but yeah, I mean, it oh might yeah, be- nah, it's not about to be a smorgasbord. It's about to be whatever I give you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, you got like diet coke, bro? You're like, if you don't get the fuck out of my face, like, bro, we got coke, we got Dr Pepper, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we got some, uh, we got some Hawaiian punch for the for the vodka, and that's in some Sprite. That's that's gonna be it. That sounds fire, but uh, nah. So other than that, man, the trip was cool. The wedding, like I said, was an overall success. Um. I was able to like cross over and meet some of the the groom's friends and some of his homies, and it's funny to see that like no matter what clique of friends there are in any group of friends, there's always that one. Every like you could find your homie er, that every homie in your group of friends in another group of friends, you know? Right. Everyone's got like the tall, outspoken dude, the fucking short and like buff guy, the fucking you know dude that like loves like gambling you know like everyone's got that one friend that's true that's true i mean I'll, yeah nah, i'm with that um but that's cool. but yeah, yeah. Cool weekend yeah, yeah my, my shit was literally just packing 
Uh, well, I did see two movies. I guess I can do a little quick review. I don't know. I don't know if you fuck with Mission Impossible's, do you? Um, I've kind of lost count on how many there have been. So, <laughs> well, there's been well, there's the, the initial, there's the first one in like the 90s, and then they did two in the, like the early 2000s, and then recently they've they've had a little streak because you know because well the first Mission Impossible is really good, the second one is kind of is kind of eh, then the third one kind of is like okay, and then. They kind of took like a, I want to say like a 10 year, eight year kind of break from the movies. And then they came back with Ghost Protocol. It had Paula Patton in it. If people don't know who Paula Patton is, she, the uh, chick that Robin Thicke was with, and then he cheated on her. And then they broke up. And then he made a whole album that he named after her uh, to get her back. And that shit didn't work. Just a little fun fact. Uh, and then, so the Ghost Protocol was fire. And so they're like, all right, we got to make more of these. And then the last one was Rogue Nation, also fire. It's the one with him hanging out a fucking plane. I don't know if you saw that one. Tom, it was uh, Tom Cruise on the fucking preview, and he's fucking hanging from a goddamn plane. I kind of fell off Tom Cruise when he became a Scientologist. I mean, I'm not saying you need to hang out with the dude. I'm just saying if you saw the preview of him hanging from a fucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my bad. I did see that. but Yeah. It, it, so, hey. The dude, obviously, he's crazy because he's a Scientologist, but he's so crazy, like, that craziness helps in these movies because he does all the fucking stunts. He's like, yeah, literally hook me up to the goddamn plane. Oh, yeah, let me, let me literally jump from this fucking building and see if I can make it and break my goddamn ankle. But, like, and it's like, bro, this dude, Tom Cruise, is crazy. I never want to meet that guy. I never want to hang out with him. But, like, he making these motherfucking action scenes look real. So, uh, Mission Impossible, uh, Fallout, that shit is fire. It is non-stop action. One of the best action movies I've ever seen, just in terms of like, like literally in the middle of the movie, it's just like non-stop. It just keeps going. It's so just crazy. The, the mission is rather possible. Yeah, well the thing is, I'm watching it and like, okay, so Trav, after the movie, he because we watched it with him, me and Katie, and Trav's like, oh, like, you know what I mean? I'm not, it was cool, but like, you know what I'm saying? I just realized that I don't really fuck with Mission Impossible because I'm such like a a James Bond head, and I feel like it's kind of like an American ripoff a James Bond. I'm like, alright, that's cool, even though I'm kind of like, eh, on the James Bond thing, because it's a little too, a little too, like, hoity-toity for me, for my action films. I like that shit to get right to the point, you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't like the dialogue and shit? Well, I like, if the dialogue's cool, but it's like, I like John Wick a lot, and that's just fire, and like, I feel like that boy Keanu Reeves said, like, seven lines in both movies. But that yeah. shit is still fire as fuck. So, well, shit. I don't know why people always want to compare when I talk about the Equalizer, Denzel Washington. People want to talk about John Wick. Like, why they? I like, can see it's similar, but it's not the same. It's very different because I understand the concept that like he's a badass and you don't want to fuck with him, whatever. And but, it, was he a hitman? Well, I guess they're both hitmen, right? Nah. See, if you saw Equalizer two, which you did. Mm -hmm. And the spoiler alerts for those that didn't, it's been enough time. Y'all can see it, even though I'm guilty of like not seeing movies for months. Um, Equalizer 2 kind of goes in and explains that he was a government assassin, like a special high forces paid yeah, like, yeah. like Marine or whatever. Right, right. Isn't an assassin a hitman too? 
the same but, dude, right? Well, a hitman is like an illegal one. An assassin's like right, a, right, a legal one. You know, right. I think. Well, I think the whole thing with John Wick is he is an assassin. I don't. I don't know. Either way, you're right. It's like one's military. The other one is like there's like a league of assassins or some shit. You could just be in the mafia, you know, like fuck. Well, yeah, now Hitman definitely seems more like mafia, but he, yeah, John Wick's definitely an assassin. But I'm with you; it's a difference. I saw the trailer, I think, for the first one or second one where they killed his puppy, and I was like, "Yo, that's the, that's the whole catalyst for the movie." I'm like, "Yo, you might you know that? not no." And now I'm even more upset. What? I right, so I'm gonna tell you right now. Like it sounds wild. But it works. It's like his wife dies and they kill that man pup. Like his wife leaves the puppy because she knows she's dying for him. And so all he has is this puppy while he's sad and he can't, you know what I mean? His wife, like, you know, his girl just died and then they want to rob him. So they kill his puppy and he's, he's a retired assassin. So he doesn't even want to be in the life no more. But like they took the one thing that made him happy. So he's like, fuck this. And then he just goes and you kill so many fucking people because of it and it's like it sounds wild but that shit is amazing i was fight he, i fight people if they tell me john wick's not good i fight you I, well i don't think keanu reeves is good yeah again he doesn't even again it's he's good at what you have to do in john wick like it's all, <laughs> all action shit you know what i mean like if he, he has no dialogue there's no there's no way he can fuck it up he talks literally for like seven seven minutes total the whole movie I mean, shit. I, yeah, I do want to see it. From what I heard, it's cool. I don't know why there'd be a second one then, or a third one. Like, look, I like the Equalizer movies, but John Wick's better. Both of them. But why? They're different, though. I'm just saying, if you were comparing them, but if you you don't have to compare them, I like yeah. both. I, I like both of them. I'm saying the idea of the Equalizer, the Don Quixote concept, where he's old and he's out the game, and right. he does things to help people, like minor shit. No, that's but cool. He's like a vigilante where what from what it sounds like John Wick was just doing his own shit and in came some problems. So they're they're different stories. Yeah, no, they're different stories. I was just saying I can see how people can see some I, again, I'm just saying that I like both. But either way, back to Mission Impossible, I guess Equalizer too, like definitely go see Mission Impossible. It's one of my it's one I I, I need to go see it again. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh and then Equalizer 2 was really good. And then uh, I ended up seeing fucking Mamma Mia over the fucking, because I went with Katie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. It's, it's cool. It's just, it's a musical. Katie fucking loved it. So if you, if you in the musicals and you saw the first Mamma Mia, Katie, Katie gives it five bucket hats. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Shout out to her. I'm, I can say with confidence I won't be seeing that. That's cool. Uh, I fell asleep during it. So. That's cool. Um, nah, but the one thing I wanted to touch on about the Equalizer is shouts to the homie Wendell. I brought him to see it because I needed someone to roll with. And he... Uh, I didn't notice too many ties from the second one, from the first one, you know, to the second one. So, when Equalizer 2, it was yeah. a, a chick, the main chick, Diane, was the biggest tie. Well, what do you mean? She Which I can spoil because that was in the, like, the fucking previews. Right, right, right. But yeah, but I'm saying that didn't that had nothing to do with the first one. Yeah, she was the one. Remember when he went to he went to the house to see if it was okay for him to come back? That was his friend. That was the same friend. Wait, in the first one? Yeah, he before after the girl got kidnapped or whatever. After he like did all the shit, he he was because he was already assassin, and that girl was the only person who knew he was alive, and so he went to talk to her. To see if it was okay for him to go and out and kill those people, but that was in the first movie. 
Yeah, yeah, okay, but I'm saying, like, I knew that the girl, she was part of his clique or whatever, but, like, I'm saying the movie itself didn't have any ties. Oh, you mean, like, the same, like, enemies and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, so, no, because he, he deaded all that, so. Yeah, so it was kind of like a standalone movie. Uh, The writing was amazing, dude. I will say the scene where they show the, at what we thought was the good guy with the girl partner that ended up setting her up, um when he's in the kitchen and the door opens slowly and the wife goes to like open the door and you think that the bad guys are kidnapping her mm-hmm. and it's just denzel and she's like oh it's your old friend from college you know right right yeah that was a good one they had me thinking that like oh shit they're gonna tie up his family and then it ends up being him. Um, which, is, which is like i was like a double suspicious thing we were straight up spoiling the shit out of this movie uh <laughs> you yeah. know uh but Nah, it was a good movie though. I do like the idea of like there, there. I had some some problems with some of the writing, like at the end, or like we didn't really know much about certain things. But it it's cool though. Yeah, but shouts to Denzel was his first ever sequel. Kind of crazy. The, se- the sequelizer. But you I'm like, like, you even think of a movie that he could even made a sequel to? Uh, Fences to the backyard. <laughs> like yo, like you can't make a sequel to fucking John Q. My Rem- son is sick again. <laughs> he makes a, he makes a sequel to Flight. He's like, I'm drunk I'm again drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do we? Uh, why they let him back on this flight, bro? This nigga obviously be drinking. <laughs> like, remember the Titans? He's like, it's still gonna- racism. I guess that's the only one. Yeah, yeah. He's like, we're gonna you know remember the Titans again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, don't forget the Titans, <laughs> Petey. <laughs> Don't you drop my ball, Petey. How many feet in a mile, Petey? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, you should have graduated, Petey, man. You got to get out of there. <laughs> I think uh, somebody, I think I saw on Twitter somebody was saying, like, that boy Petey couldn't fucking catch anything as a running back, and then they switch it as a cornerback. How does that make sense? I mean, cornerback, they say cornerbacks are kind of like uh, receivers that can't catch. Right, but it's like he, like he wasn't trash once he became that. And then, didn't he have an interception as a, as a cornerback? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> like, bro, if they wanted to be realistic, he should at least, like, tip drill it into somebody else's hands or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the idea of, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what other sequels. Uh, oh, like, yeah, I mean, I was thinking Man on Fire. He dies in Man on Fire, so that could right. He dies in Training Day. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah. Uh, what else did? You do? Like I said, Flight Safe House. I guess he could have been like that movie wasn't that good. Inside Man. The next time there's like an inside job like that, right? Like, uh, not a lot. Two guns. They could have did three guns. Ah, uh, that movie wasn't that good either, though. That's yeah, one of like man. the low end movies of Denzel. I still fuck like I don't care. It's Denzel, so even if the movie looks shaky to me in the preview, I'm gonna still check it out. Yeah, I liked him as the drunk in uh, Fences. Yeah, and the drunk in Flight. Yeah, my man likes to drink. I didn't. I saw Roman J. Israel not too long ago. It was all right. It was eh. but again, he dies in that, so can't really sequel that guy. I want to watch the one, uh, the Hurricane, where he's like the boxer that got locked up. Oh, you know what they should do? Malcolm X, too. <laughs> Malcolm Double X. <laughs> nah, yeah, but yeah, that's just crazy. <laughs> uh, all right, well, that's cool, man. Glad to 
No, there were, I'm actually caught up on a movie, not just you know all the movies, but it's cool to say I at least caught up on one movie. All right. Um, but the next one I'm looking forward to, I guess, would have to be. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to the movie that I'm in. It's releasing uh, September 19th, I think, in Phoenix. Wow, we just plugging shit, huh? Hell yeah. I mean, why not? It's us. Um, yeah. Now you got it coming, baby. You took this shit from zero to one, baby. I hope you finally get it on your judgment day. Cause you're gonna pay, babe. two days off which is a little bit of a mini vacay um i know we were getting back and forth on the debate um what's uh the pros and cons of carpooling in your head it seems there's not many cons all pros yeah uh biggest pro is that i save money <laughs> and so yeah that's what i'm gonna rock with so luckily ty lives close to two of his co-workers where he gets the they trade off what you drive for the whole week and then yeah, I drive one week, the one person drives another week, and then another person, like three of us. We just, I bet. just rotate the weeks. So they rotate the weeks. They they live about 45 minutes away from work. Me and Ty were getting to it about, like, man, like, that's something I personally couldn't do. But then again, I've never lived 45 minutes away from work. So I can't relate. Um, but even if, I mean, if you live 20 minutes away, and everybody literally just lived, like, on the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it would save people money. Also, right. You know what I'm saying? And, like, you know, they want... Obviously, like, the city and stuff want people to carpool. Like, that's why they got the HOV lanes and shit. But, and then, like, our job, like, my job, they give us, like, a fucking... They give us, like, coupon Or not coupons, like, actual money. If you carpool, like, you get put into a raffle and win, like, 50 bucks a month or some shit like that. Which is, which is like, hey, bro, I'll take it. Saving money and get money, man. They're just worried about the fucking parking spots. No, oh, no, that we will park across the street. Well, most people park across the street, so it doesn't even matter to them. Yeah, I never mm-hmm. did that rule like that. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I was saying, like for me, I just like to do one-off shit often when I'm by myself in the car, and also I'll uh, go to the gym after work. So I, I, I don't want to like drop everybody off, then hit the gym. Um. As well as, like I said, yeah, I just do random, like, yo, I gotta go to the, you know, post office, or I gotta go drop this off. All right. Gotta go to the medical weed store. Like, you know, I got shit to do. Yeah, but usually I just wait till I get home. Cause either way, it's like, especially with how far I drive, it'd be like, you know what I mean? See, I'm not gonna go to, to a store until I'm by my house. And so for the bulk of that ride, I'm just gonna still be riding home. So to me, I'm like, it's really not that much different than if they just drop me off at my house and then I go. 
Yeah, I guess no one really lives by me enough to be like, yo, do you want to pick me up for work, you know? Right. I mean, but, yeah. check. But shouts to you, man, for, for finessing the system and, you know. <laughs> um, but now the other day I had a homie come visit uh, from back home and he wanted to go do like the the W pool, like Scottsdale scene, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's just not my thing, you know. I, I don't like big crowds as it is, uh, let alone like those like pool parties where they got like this the the like the Skrillex music playing like the whole time. Oh shit, no. Yeah, no thanks for me, right? And uh, I remember like my telling my my homie, he was like, "Come on, man, drink something or do this, do that." And I was like, "Nah, you know, I'm not really trying to drink." I was supposed to see Equalizer two that day anyways so i was just like you know there just to say what up to him mm-hmm. and it was funny because he was like clowning me because you know i don't really drink like that and he was like drink something man you don't want a beer or anything you don't ever drink i was like nah like yeah that's just your choice though right yeah yeah and i was like nah i was like i'll drink sake when i get sushi i'll drink you know a, a beer every now and then when i have tacos like that's it just depends on what i'm drinking you know Right. And he, and then he was trying to clown me. He's like, "Well, we can see if the bar has sake." You know, blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Nah, see, that's the point. Like, I just don't want to drink. It's not a matter of like finding something to fit." The right, because you could like drink if you wanted to, like. Yeah, and um, so then I said some shit to him, like, "Dude, it's just this is not my element." And he's like, "Do you even, you know, like, do you even know what your element is?" And then I, you know, kind of thought I was like, "Well, damn, I mean, I don't like." <laughs> I mean, because like I was like, I really enjoy Netflix and smoking weed and chilling. You know, I, why do you, why do you go so fucking existential on you? Like, bro, do you know, you know your reason for life and shit, bro? Oh, dude, he's a deep one. When me and him talk, he he analyzes everything, man. That's crazy. Yeah, but he's good friends, so I just let him rock. Um, right. like I'm I'm guessing you don't like drink because just you don't like it. Like, do you like you don't like the feeling of being drunk, or you don't like like drinking casually? It's kind of pointless. Well, uh, yeah, it depends on the level. Like, the casual drinking shit, like I said, to me, I'll have one or two beers with the wings or the tacos or whatever. Mm-hmm. When it comes to, like, party drinking, no, I don't. I just don't like the hangovers or the headaches, uh, let alone just, like, the taste of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just not cool with it. And then it's just a different vibe for me. I don't know. It's just, it's not like I'm against it. I'll, I'll you know, randomly I drink. I'm an occasional drinker. I'll drink at a birthday party, a wedding. Right, like I, because when we did the tailgate, and I feel like you drank, but I don't remember. So. Yeah, I did at the tailgate. Yeah, that's an occasion. <laughs> no, no, I get that, and that's when I'm like, either way, it's like I don't. Why would you ever be like mad if somebody didn't drink? Although it's funny because <laughs> the one person who's like always trying to gas me up to drink is Trav. He'll be like, "Yo, like you trying, you trying to drink?" Usually, I am, so it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But like I remember when we went to go see Infinity War and he had we was in the movie theater and he just whipped out like little ass, like the little I don't I don't know what y'all call like the, I, we called them nips back back in Rochester, like the little the little like shooter bottles of alcohol from the Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. he just whipped out like three of those. He got the Jameson. I was and I was like sick. I was like, Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm sick. He was like, Bro, you really not gonna drink? Not gonna drink the James. I'm like, bro, I'm told you I'm sick, man. Come on. 
Like, See, that's not an excuse. You're a drink. You're, you're sick. Yeah. Huh? But usually I'm down. I'm like, all right, shit, fuck See, it. to me, I've never understood the drinking for a movie concept. I've always thinking smoking for a movie. Like, I don't. I mean, honestly, most I mean, either one of them don't because I'm I'm watching the movie, so I want to pay attention to what happens. I want to know. Now, in that case, with Infinity War, I had already literally seen that movie an hour before we were seeing it that day, so like I wouldn't have cared that much. But usually, I'm like, that's why I'm like, I don't. I'm kind of like not as crazy about getting blackout drunk to go to a concert because I want to remember it. Like maybe I'll drink enough to like get a buzz. You know what I'm saying? Or like, you know what I'm saying, to to where I could still understand what the hell happened and whether or not I had a good time. But like people getting fucking blacked out, drunk or getting high as shit to where they don't remember anything. They out there fucking running around naked at a Kendrick Lamar concert. Like I'm just not I'm not trying to do any of that shit because I'm trying to remember this fucking concert I paid a hundred and some dollars for. Speaking of uh, so like, yeah, what about you? Do you think you have a specific element? You know what I'm saying? Because you like to chill and post up and do like, you know, the netflix and chill shit but then you also like to go out so like, yeah i think i'm kind of a chameleon i think i realized that recently that i'm I, like i'm a chameleon in terms of a lot of shit like i the main thing i am is i like reciprocate energy so whatever energy you kind of give me i'm kind of gonna give you back you know what i'm saying like if somebody's a little standoffish to me i end up being kind of standoffish to them people who are like super talkative to me i'll like be super talkative to them back people who like to just chill I'll be chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really more like, yo, whatever your vibe is, like, I can work off for that. Like, so I'm, I have time, like, cause Katie likes to stay in. So I'm like, yo, if you want to stay in, that's cool. We can just watch TV, do whatever. But I do also, so I do like going out and like doing shit. So if people say, oh, let's go do this. I'm all, I'm usually down. Like, shit, why not? I ain't doing shit. You know what I'm saying? And as, you know, and as for him saying, like, you know, your, what's your element, all this shit. I'm kind of like, bro, you, like me coming here, is that not enough for you? Like, I could have. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I don't think you have a problem being around people. So it's not like you don't want to be like around people. You just, I mean, you didn't feel like drinking. It's the little shit that kind of gives me anxiety, bro. I'll be like, wait, what's parking like? Because if I had a parking at like a parking structure. Yeah, like, I, hear, I know that shit. That's how Katie be. She don't want to go anywhere that's a downtown anywhere because she just thinks the parking's going to be wild. I or, hate that. But yeah. Or like get lost, or like something might happen. It's like, bro, it'll be okay. You've been living down in cities for a long time and been Gucci. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I, I think there's everyone has their own like set happy place element or whatever. But like, I don't know. I I think uh, that's the annoying part of just not drinking that often. When you know you go to a happy hour, people are like, "Yo, let's go to happy hour." I'm like, "Where what appetizers they got?" <laughs> you know? Right? Yeah. No, I want to know that too, though. It's like. <laughs> Try to make sure that food good and like you know what if I'm drinking that's cool, but you know what I'm saying. But I I think that's what it is. Like you just like chilling usually, you know what I mean, smoking or something, hanging out. Like me, I'm like whatever the wave is, I'm with it. I think I knew that's I've been like that forever. Little kid, like I go play outside, and then I remember my my mom saying like like I can't really ground you because if I just ground you and put you in your room, you just start reading a book or some shit, or it'd be cool. You wouldn't even hate it like that. And I'm like yeah, it don't really matter to me. <laughs> yeah well then you're just like a chill guy bro i don't know what to say <laughs> uh, but no nah, i just i was thinking like can people have a good time if they're outside their element and like for me it's like yeah i could be at a bar you gotta force yourself basically i mean it just depends like i could go see <laughs> there's levels to it because i can i love sports right but if you go to a sports game where you don't fuck with the teams 
you're technically out of your element to be like at a game. The I could do that, but I you you're way more passionate with your sports teams than I am. Yeah. Me, I'm more just I, I at this point I just got my sports teams to complain about them. So like if I'm actually seeing good teams play, I'm kind of okay with that. Unless yeah. it's baseball. I mean the Suns haven't really been good for a while. So like when you go to Suns game and it's like you watch like the other team in town or whatever. Well, I like our team, and so I'm like doing that too to see if we're improving. But also, like, I'm a I like basketball more than I like the Suns. So, even I like the Suns a lot, but it's just like I'm I'm gonna enjoy whoever they play because I'm gonna be like, oh, oh shit! They even if they playing like, oh, they playing the Hornets. Let me watch Kimba Cook. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Good point. Um, but now I was just thinking about that because like I was in Port, you know, just being in Portland. There's, I was I felt like within my element a little bit because you know they got legal weed, the food was cool, the people were nice. Yeah, I've always heard about the food, bro. I hope you grubbed for real. I did, but I'll be real. It's it wasn't like that over the top. Like the sh- it wasn't like Chicago food. Oh like no, nah, I, I think like it's that. a different thing. It's probably like way more. Like if you were vegan, going to Portland probably fucking fire. Well, it's it, I will say like little things like. When you're on vacation, you don't count for like, yo, we need Q-tips. We need like the toothpaste, like all the travel shit. And I was asking my boy, I was like, yo, you think they'll have like, because Joel got sunburned. I was like, you think they got like lotion or some shit? He's like, yeah, they probably got some like organic shit. That'll be like $30. (laughs) I'm like, damn. Um, But uh, yeah, no. So all in all, Portland was cool. Uh, Side note, I know you mentioned Kendrick Lamar. Did you happen to catch his guest appearance on Power? No, I haven't. I haven't watched Power. Oh, my weeks, bad. Man. My bad. My bad. I gotta but, catch up. I know. Out to out. You just tell me what you think about the season so far. It's a little much. Yeah, I think they might have jumped the shark, bro. I think um, they're kind of not necessarily sway like flailing or anything, but they're like trying to introduce these new like kind of like snippets or mantras or like personal. Per, yeah, personalities of these characters that have already developed so severe mm-hmm. that we're like, oh, he's really a different person now, huh? <laughs> you know, like right. I'm like, I, yeah. I guess I guess we do some service for the audience. All those people listen to it a long time, they know that we we fuck with power and we used to do insecure breakdown. When insecure comes back pretty soon, yeah, uh, uh, we could talk about that news too. Uh, but yeah, no. So power is a show on stars. Fifty Cent produces it. Um, and it's basically like this dude is a drug dealer. He owns a nightclub. And he's trying to get out, but his partner Tommy wants to stay in, and it's kind of like crazy. And Fifty Cent is there doing wild shit. But yeah, this like this the uh, the episodes I watched, like I was kind of like eh on. So that's I mean I've been moving and traveling, so that's pretty much why I haven't watched it. But you know what I'm saying? I haven't been also I haven't been like pressed to. To be like, let me make sure I watch it. But like from all I've been hearing, it's like people are a little disappointed with the season. Like the writing has been just atrocious. But I heard I heard Kendrick was good. That's Kendrick, what I heard. Kendrick was good. He, uh, I'm not gonna spoil his character for you, but just read up on it. And when you do catch up, uh, yeah, he played a really good role. And mm-hmm. I th- and that's funny that you say that about like kind of the ratings or what's going on because I think that could have been a power move to just no pun intended to get. Kendrick just on there just to get the big promotion, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I think it's just getting people to watch it, but the, honestly, the fact that they have Tyreek still alive is pretty much what's everybody's just pissed as shit about that, so it's whatever. I will say my boy got me. He he pranked everybody, and 
he put on his Facebook. He's like, damn, rest in peace, Tasha. I was like, what the fuck? I missed this crazy, <laughs> like, crazy episode, you know? I'm pissed, bro. They killed Tasha, but not Tyreek. I'm out. And then I'm fucking, I'm watching the episode, like, waiting for Tasha to die. And <laughs> she never yeah, died, bro. That's fucking crazy. So. Yeah, fuck all that. Um, um, but yeah, I don't. I guess a little we can slide in a little insecure news. Did you hear that they, that there's not gonna be a Lawrence in this season? Really? Yeah, bro. Did she they're move? Not. Did Issa move or something? No, they're saying. Well, they they did a release and said Lawrence was. Or they said, and most people like lives like when they break up with an ex, like either they get closure, whether they get closure, even if they don't. But usually, if they get closure, like they, you might not, they might not ever see that person again. So they're like, that's what they're gonna do. Like Lawrence, at least for the season, like he's not gonna be there. So it's gonna be Issa moving forward with that Daniel dude, old boy from from uh, who's in the fucking Purge movies. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be her and him, and then focusing on Molly, and then everybody's like, what? Well, see, that's weird because Lawrence. That's the whole show is the team Lawrence or team Issa. Right, and so now it's gonna be, I guess, Team Lawrence, Team or Team Issa, Team Daniel. After she was wilding out from Homeboy, you know. You even know. if, but even if, uh, even if Lawrence is not in the in Issa's life, she could he'd still be in the show, you know. Nah, they said nah. Well, I guess the show is supposed to be focused on her, but I'm like, yeah, nah. It was definitely supposed to be like a dual thing, you know. Yeah, but, that's stupid. Well, anyway, I, I mean. I'm a little insecure about that, but hey, I'm gonna give it a shot. Maybe we get yeah, on. that'll still be our shit. We'll still movie or TV review it. Yeah. Um, Issa Rae, yeah, she's funny as shit. Um, I don't know. Maybe uh, you, you would think they'd even put him in. Maybe if she had flashbacks or something, but I guess not. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Nope. But uh, we down to the best part of the week. Always brum, 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 songs of the week, bro. What you got this week? Chit chit, this is all right. Uh, that's over the last three weeks, right? Yeah, I don't have that many songs. <laughs> yeah, whatever, it's cool. Yeah, it was songs of the last couple of weeks. I do want to say we're going back to local, like I've always said. Uh, start with the day ones first, and then worry about celebrities and what Beyonce had for breakfast later. Shouts to the homie Flaming, uh, Amon Fire, Flame Gretzky, Amos. Let me extend back home. Uh, he just dropped his new video called Jewels, and uh, it was really funny because he shot the video at our high school. And one of our, like, one of the groundskeepers that used to work there when we were in school is still there. <laughs> oh, shit. And he, like, pulled up on the, him in the video. So it's kind of funny. So, That's yeah. Crazy. My song, it, song of the week is Jewels by Eamon Fire. Yeah, shout out to that. Shout out to the homie. I guess I'll, I'll go off on a little bit because we had a lot of music drop in the last few weeks. But some of the shit that was been fire. This is the internet. Or, yeah, this is this is the internet. Or wait, no, the internet. I fucked that all up. The internet dropped an album called Hive Mind. That shit, that whole album is a fucking vibe. Like straight up, favorite song off of that is uh, "Look What You Made Me" or "Look What You Started." That shit is fucking fire. Um, I don't know if you have you ever listened to the internet. Uh, nah, I definitely been on the internet before though. That okay? <laughs> nah, it's a it's a band and it's like. Headband is a girl, but she's like a lesbian. So she's still like singing about fucking girls, but her voice is fucking amazing. Uh, but yeah, no, there's there get their album, that shit's fire. Uh Chance the Rapper dropped four songs. People on the internet went crazy because they like making people on Twitter 
like for some reason bashing popular artists right now. So they they come after like Chance, they come after you know what I mean after Logic, after J Cole, uh, everybody gets it. Well, Nicki Minaj is the one who gets it the most now, but so and she's kind of mediocre. So I get it. Yeah, especially fucking featuring fucking Teriyaki Six Nine on her. Yeah, that. Although I listened to that song, that Fifi song, and I like I didn't like the song, but it was like the only song where he didn't actually annoy me because he's like rapping normal or like kind of laid back and he's not like Ricky with the blicky yeah you know what i mean where's six nine at where's six nine this <laughs> yeah like what nah, the- i will say um not to like big him up or nothing but he did recently have an interview with angie martinez mm-hmm. and he kind of like finally, oh, i think i saw that he finally was admitting like yeah i don't really rap like this is all a fucking game like he, he even said that about the Fifi's. Like, dude, listen to the lyrics. Pussy got that super soaker, got that wet, wet. Like, yeah. he's like, that's stupid as Fifi shit. Got it, we read, like, what the fuck? That, like, I know J. Cole just sitting at his, at his shit listening. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's like, these <laughs> fucking kids, man. But, like, I mean, I will say, not to, you know, because we, you know, we hated on him for a while. I'm not going to uh, switch up, but I will say for him to, like, kind of know, like, hey, this isn't a, you know, he kind of just finessed, to be real. Oh, yeah. Now, see, here's the thing. I don't like his music, and I think that shit is annoying. That's my main point. Him as a person, also sort of annoying about how he moves, but I don't really blame him for doing that to get money. I blame everybody else for making it, like, a way for him to get money. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that to me, that's who I'm blaming. The same thing with, like, the Kardashians. Like, I'm not gonna blame them for figuring out a way to make a come-up off of a sex tape. I'm blaming everybody else for making that shit easy and possible for them to come up off of that shit. Exactly. Like we're trying to be buckethead boys that turn this shit into a TV show or anything. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, we figured out people like jokes. You know, like I don't know. Yeah. Like we're not mad at us. Be mad at the people that like jokes. Like I don't know. Right. Exactly. Like that's just how that works. But either way, I digress. Yeah. This uh the internet hive mind was one of one one of my shit that was fire. Uh, Chance the Rapper song called Walla Cam is is like a, a nice little summer vibe. And then also like, last week. I had, I don't know if you ever heard of Denzel Curry, but yo, he dropped an album. Uh, that shit is called, uh, fuck, now I'm like blanking on what that shit is. Taboo. There we go. Shit's called Taboo. He dropped it in segments, but that shit is still fire. Definitely go check that shit out. I'll probably drop the song, um, what's it called? Not cl- either Clout Cobain or some shit else on the, on the pod to start this shit off, but for sure, go check that shit out. Clout Cobain, yeah, bro. He kind—I mean, he kind of like a niche kind of rapper. He—he he got bars or whatever, but it's kind of like his rap style is a little bit like different. It's a little bit more—I won't say alternative, but it's—it's it's a little different than what you used to when you hear rappers. You know what I mean? That's cool. I'm down to listen to new shit. I saw the post you put up about uh, "Hey Buddy" or "Hey Up There" by Buddy. Oh yeah, that shit is fire too. Yeah. There's been a lot of good music. Tiger's back apparently, making hits. He went back to strip club music, and it's working out for him. That's cool. Shouts to the strippers. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, so uh, shouts to you, Ty, for putting up with me for yet another installment of the 45th edition of Bucket Up, the Bucket Up podcast. Um, now, what I was saying to you about the Twitter account is I'm going to need you to change the password. So... It uh, allows me to know what the new password is because whenever I request the code, it kicks me out of the screen and I go to type it in and it says the shit's invalid. Okay, um, we'll figure that out. 
Yeah, I just got a new Galaxy S8. Shouts to me getting a new phone. Oh shit! Upgrade, upgrade you. My, so people, what it really is is everyone's complaining about my Snapchat. So like, dude, your shit's so blocky and choppy. I don't even watch your snaps. See, here's the thing: are those people iPhone people? Nah, it's a mix of mix and mingle. Oh, okay, because yeah, that is that does happen when you got an older phone. But I, what I do think, because I got an iPhone, and I I think that I'm pretty certain that iPhone makes it look like yo, like any Snapchat from any fucking like Galaxy or Samsung or Android user looks bad, and it's only I think it's literally only through the lens of an iPhone because they know that people are culty. And they're like, oh, fuck that. Fuck that. If you don't got an iPhone, I won't look at your grainy ass Snapchats. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, damn. I, well, hopefully my shit's not grainy because I got, five, I'm like the Snapchat. I'm up there. I'm top five in Snapchat, bro. I get them off. Self proclaimed top five. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. But it sticks every now and then. But anyway, yeah, man. Thanks again for putting up with me. Uh, Bucket Up podcast presented by the Bucket Hat Boys, man. We'll be back with the movie covers and some more interviews to come. Yeah, I did so I a long layoff. You know, we were traveling and shit. Yeah, yeah. Shouts but... to the tie for moving into a new spot. Mazel Tov. I got to throw loose change on the floor as a Jewish wow. tradition. Wow. Uh, but yeah, um, if you guys fuck with us, as always, tell the homies, tell your grandmammy, tell your uncles, cousins, nieces, all of them. Uh, you TT them that you little homie peanut, uh, tray train them, try to tell everybody. Um, if you fuck with us super heavy, you can leave a review on either Google Play, you can leave a review on iTunes. If you fuck with us on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, definitely hit us up on SoundCloud. We never really push it, but make sure you're following us on SoundCloud since motherfuckers out here talking about we only got a certain amount of found like SoundCloud followers, which I never even thought to tell people to do so who gives a shit yeah but the listens are more important than the followers all right i'm not really good but if you want to you follow us and you make sure you know when we drop a podcast and you can do that you can subscribe on on apple podcast subscribe on google play you know what i'm saying anywhere you can find podcasts and rss feed app you can you can get us and, and listen um and yeah thanks for listening and uh and stopping by we out though shit shit that nigga nice, that nigga mean, switch it up That nigga raw, that nigga green, switch it up That nigga lost, he in the lead, switch it up I'ma get money, by any means, run it up Uh-huh, to be or not to be Damn uh, I and I'm lit, if it ain't homicide, I don't commit Y'all don't fit when you don't uh, gotta fit uh, If you put out a hit, bet you the killer ain't gon' make a sit Bitch, it's a Miami nigga, no moonlight Let's take it back to the grill. Ah. One of my homies, he pulled the gun on me. He turned the code on me like me to make up. So super funny, as if he don't know me. I see what they told me about the hater. And I wasn't even phasing the hottest of the blades. Talking about a nigga change with a bucket full of change. Brains disorder, blame this for the pain in Florida. Bipolar vibe over time, slower. I'm sober now, sort of see. What is going on with me? Gotta shout out G. Get wrong, but it's done for the right. New friends, new flies, they swarm to the light. Money and a new girl, that's warm for the night. Do a whole light clothes, they warm for the night. Like that nigga nice, that nigga mean, switch it up. That nigga raw, that nigga green, switch it up. That nigga lost, he in the lead, switch it up. I'ma get money by any means, run it up. Uh-huh. How could I see through my lenses when I can't see who my friend is, huh? Wanna be down as dependent.